maybe this is actually, mm, yeah, no, I'm going to say it. I think also it just further adds to the like divide between like healthcare worker and patient in terms of um, like how you present class. Uh, I was listening to a podcast, a different podcast, and they say intros on podcasts need to be shorter. Guess how much I care. (laughs) No, I agree. Anyone who's still listening to us, know our website, know our Twitter, know who the host is, know who the co-host is. I think we got to get it down to one line. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of... Becoming, becoming a, a doctor. doctor. That's it. A that's podcast. Where we, that's where we stop. Where no, two know this. fourth year people medical know. students talk about the only thing Med we ever school. talk about. We've been over this. You guessed it. It's medical school. I'm your host. <laughs> Santana Sanchez and I'm your co-host. Kevin, Kevin Gale. <laughs> and you can find us on yada, 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 yada. Okay, you anyway. can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Becoming a Doctor Pod.com. Yep. Yep. On Twitter. Yep. At Becoming a Doc Pod. Yep. And of course, you can always email us. We're cutting that down. At Kevin J. Gale at Gmail. Next time, that's I want that one quarter of the length. Not gonna happen. All right. That's fine. That's fine. That's What's extremely our, efficient. That's pretty short, actually. We don't <laughs> dick around the whole time. What's our first segment? You tell me. Let's- I got a great segment. Okay. I did Somebody's a lot in of, a rush. Somebody's in a hurry. Here. I did a lot of research here. Oh. Oh. I got to decline. Bring, bring, bring. I got to decline this unless it's. That's that's Danny Murray. I'm going to mm. text her to make sure it's nothing terrible. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, Danny Murray. Okay. So I did a lot of research because you were off playing Magic the Gathering before the podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah. We, I mean, I was a solid 75 minutes late to our record. I apologize. But while you were doing that, I was prepping. Wow. Uh, for the podcast. So I have our first segment. Oh. Um, Do tell. We are going to talk about the top 10 internal medicine programs wow. via U.S. News and World Report. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting so, topic. So we know the U.S. News World Report are kind of always skewed towards research. Yeah. <laughs> we do know that. Um. And they go through all the methodology, but methodology. But it's interesting for internal medicine programs. This is their methodology. Are you ready? Of course. <laughs> Rankings are based solely on ratings for by medical school deans and senior faculty from the list of schools surveyed. So that's for the specialty rankings, all the different residencies, so, yes. such as family medicine, internal medicine. OB, gyn, pediatrics, and, you know, radiology, surgery. These are only by rankings from the med school deans and senior faculty. Go on. <laughs> okay, I'm following. And all the uh, MD and DO schools, all the accredited medical and osteopathic schools are surveyed, or surveys sent out to all 192. Only 130 schools responded uh, in 2021. But this is for what? What? Are, this is for internal medicine. Residency this programs? is for all the the medical school rankings. U.S. Ne- Wait, News so does, what are we going over? Top we're doing ten what? Internal medicine programs. Top ten. It, top ten internal <laughs> exactly. medicine programs. Now you get it. 
<laughs> exactly. Okay, good. Okay, I'm ready. But for the medical school rankings, it's it's by research. It's gotcha. by MD to uh, student ratio. It's a, bu- a bunch of a lot of different things. A lot of factors. But for specialties like internal medicine, OB/GYN, anesthesiology, it's only based on survey results. Survey from deans and the faculty. Deans, faculty, got it. And. Uh, Survey respondents each identified up to 15 schools offering the best programs in each specialty area. So this is, you know, if if we were deans at Minnesota, mm-hmm. we get this we get this lesson say rank your top 15 internal medicine. Pro-. That's what all the deans across the country did in order to get this lesson by U.S. News. Does that make sense? Deans of medical schools. Yes. Yep. Deans and senior faculty of medical schools. And they rank the internal medicine programs. Yep. Okay. So it's very subjective. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. So uh, I'll say. Well, maybe you can guess. Am I trying to guess the top ten? Yeah, you're gonna try to get the top ten. Let's see how many you can get. Not in order. Let's just say top ten spitballing. How many? How many? How many X's do I get? Uh, Three X's. This is like. This is like Family Feud. <laughs> yeah, okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you the signal when to X yourself. Okay. Top 10 internal medicine programs based on deans and senior faculty. This is how I went. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. Okay, go. <laughs> uh, I love a sounder heavy podcast. UCSF. UCSF standing for? University of California, San Francisco. Coming in at number one. <laughs> it's number three oh. in internal... Oh, no, wait. Hold on. Number three in internal medicine programs. So hmm. you are correct. It made the top ten. I thought it was number one. Keep going. I'm going to... Okay, Kevin. I'm going to go with... <laughs> Mass General Hospital. And survey says... Good answer. What? Survey says... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oof, that hurts. Strike one. Other family's going to steal Santana. Uh, mm. Not Mastin. Keep going. That's kind of surprising. Yeah. Uh, this is the most recent rankings for internal medicine programs. Where you talked about the methodology. Yes, methodology. You got one so far. So methodology, it sounds like it's pretty much just reputation. So you would think exactly. Mass General would be up there, but I guess not. You're good. That's a good way to think about it. Hmm. Hmm. Uh... What about, what about, yes, I don't want to get two buzzes right out the gate. I know. Go with the, go with the big ones. I'm going to go with, what are the big ones even? Mass General's the biggest one. Are you out of ideas? Well, now I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. I'm going to go with Pennsylvania. Survey says... <laughs> wow, this is hard. Oh man! Oh no! University of Pennsylvania is top. 10. Oh, <laughs> sorry. We're down to one strike. That's number four. Take internal it back. medicine program. <laughs> Perlman. 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 Okay. I want to know that. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. You're two for three so far of your guesses. That's good. Can I guess Brigham and Women's, or is Harvard a combined program? I want to guess Harvard. Bingo. Okay, well, number that, two. That was Mass General. That's Harvard. what I was thinking. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I did not know that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you're four for four then. That's number two. So I got two, three, four. You got all of them. You got Harvard. You got UCSF. You got UPenn. 
Oh, but I didn't it, get number one. Yeah, exactly. What could number one be? I'm gonna guess. This is great. This is fun. NYU. <laughs> what is number one? Not even the top ten. So I, how many buzzes do I have? You have two buzzes. No, one buzz. One buzz. Because Mass Gen is Harvard, which I did not know. Now you do. Hmm. I'm on the edge of my seat. What is number one? Well, what's any, top ten? You can say any of them. Yeah, it's true. What else is in the top ten? I want to say. Oh man, I'm nervous. Uh, boy, boy, oh boy. Can I guess? Oh man, this is hard. This is what this, a great segment. This is a hard question. <sighs> let me let let's see. <laughs> Show me. Oh God. <laughs> what about? Oh man! Don't get jammed up. Just whatever comes to your mind. I'm getting pretty jammed. You're very jammed right now. Stanford. Stanford is top ten, sir. Nice Ooh. job. Number nine in internal medicine programs. So I got four right now. You're on a roll now. Yeah, you got four. Now you're on a roll. Yeah, but now I'm out of ideas. Oh, I got. Oh, but I don't think it's top ten. I don't have an idea. Okay, I have an idea. What's up? Michigan. Top 10. Nice job. What number? Number seven. Wow. See, now you're in a roll. Michigan's like top everything, it seems like. They're good at... I mean, I was just talking about this with somebody. They're good at everything. They got a gr- they got great sports across the board. <laughs> they got a great medical school. <laughs> yeah, okay. They got great a great business, business school. <laughs> great business school. A great law school. Yeah. How, yep. What? Why? Ann Arbor? <laughs> it just doesn't compute to me. Okay, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Yeah. Mayo Clinic? Mayo Clinic, not top 10. That's two buzzes. That's two buzzes. You are down to your last guess. I can't believe I didn't get number. I can't think the of what Gale number one is. The Gale family is going to steal. Be careful. <laughs> I can't. What is number one? What could it be? What could it be? I think you'll know when, when, you, when I say it, it's obvious. I'm looking at these. They're pretty obvious, but... I probably would have gotten zero, so. <laughs> hmm. I'll give you a clue. It's not University of Colorado Hospital Program, and it's not University of Wisconsin. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Rats. Okay, let me see. <sighs> Go with the hits. I feel like I did all the hits. Uh. Okay, here we go. Here we go. What about... Does this even have an IM program? Let's hear it. I'm going to go with... Last guess. Princeton. (laughs) You struck out. So how many did I get? Five? Five. Pretty good. I'll take it. Number one internal medicine program, John Hopkins. Oh, duh. Duh. Then you got Harvard, number two. Harvard. You got UCSF, number three. You got UPenn, number four. Now here's some... some, uh, those four little f- known ones. Five. Duke, number five. Duke. Mm. Columbia, you could have gotten that probably. Number I six. I went with N- NYU instead. Michigan, number seven. Now, my alma mater, also tied for number seven, Washington oh, University in St. Louis. Duh. I was like, what's what's the Midwest program? You got Stanford, right? Yep. And then last but not least, tied for 10th. You could have gone with Yale or Vanderbilt. They were mm. tied for 10th. I was going to guess Vanderbilt. Really? But, yeah, but I thought Prince. I guess Princeton... Doesn't have to, it's not up there. Not up there. Anyways, step their, it up. Their method methodology for 
medical schools is much more comprehensive. Mm. And they actually just recently split it up in between research rankings mm-hmm. and primary care rankings. For medical schools? Yeah, it's fascinating. Interesting. Uh, it's really interesting to read about. But for internal medicine, like I said, it's just deans and senior faculty. It's, it's all rep. Going to survey, it's all rep. Yep. Na- it's all brand. It's all brand. Who's got the strongest brand, right? Exactly. Because how, I mean, unless it's your program, you don't really know that much about it. I no, mean, no. I mean, no, that's not true. Program directors get get together mm. quite often. Oh, okay. Uh, so they learn about each other's programs. Gotcha. Yeah. So Johns Hopkins. But I, yeah. Did you even apply? No. We missed our opportunity. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't think I would have applied to any of those. Maybe. But that's just, you know, to each their own. To each their own. Yep. To each their own. I, I w- think I would love to, you know, if something were to happen, unfortunate circumstance, I would love to train at any of those prestigious, prestigious institutions. <laughs> They'd be lucky to have you, Santana. Oh, uh, I would. Fe- I would be so. If I, only I were so blessed. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's our first segment done. U.S. News. That was fun. Hit the sounders. Time to go mobile. Oh, it's time to go mobile. Now it's time for our guest. Will you introduce them? Our guest this week is a medical student from the University mm-hmm. of Iowa mm-hmm. in Iowa City, wow. Iowa. We're going global. Uh, we're going. We're always going global, baby. Go Hawkeyes. And you got to apologize to them because uh, because of the Magic the Gathering. Unbelievable. I'll apologize. Unbelievable. Okay, here we go. But we've been uh, keeping them up to date. Time to go mobile. Uh, uh. Time to go mobile. My FaceTime is not working. Do, 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 Tap do, dance do. for me. Uh, Yes. So Kevin is right. I was 75 minutes late to record <laughs> because I was finishing up a game of Magic the Gathering. I did win, so it's worth it in my book. Perfect tap dancing. <laughs> <laughs> now we know the backstory. That's it. Okay, okay. Come on, Pombi. Hello. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. Welcome to the pod. You're on with Santana okay. and Kevin J. Gale. Cool. Um, is it okay if I'm outside? Oh. I There's wind. I just want to make sure it doesn't affect the audio. It's even better. It's preferred, actually. Yep. We're outside, too. In our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, it's just like, I feel like I'm severely vitamin D deficient at this point, so I'm just getting outside when I can. That's because, wait, you're, you're a third year med student, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're still in the clinicals. Yes. You're, you're barely seeing the sun. Never see the light of day. <laughs> and I'm on radiology right now, oh. so I'm getting like my soul... UV rays from the computer screen, which I know doesn't make any sense, but like, yeah, that, that is count. where the light is coming from. That does not count. All right, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Who is Pombi? Um, I'm Pombi, like zombie, but with a P, like I told you guys when I met you. Yes. Um, I'm a third year med student at Iowa. Um, go Hawkeyes. Go Hawkeyes. Mm-hmm. Not hot guys, but Hawkeyes. <laughs> People like thought it was that, which is honestly a fair, a fair assumption. No, go Pro- hawk eyes. Probably a better hawk mascot. Eye. Mascot, in my opinion. Hot guys. Hot yeah. guys. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I think it's a good alternative. <laughs> if something happens, 
Okay. Anyways, third year med student at University mm-hmm. of Iowa. Yes. And um, what else do you guys want to know? Oh, I mean, normally I like to hear where you grew up. Uh, what undergrad did you go to? Um, that kind of stuff. Family, yeah. you know, that kind of yeah. thing. So, um, back in 1995, many moons ago, um, <laughs> I was born in Pittsburgh. And then when I was really little, my family moved to Iowa City. Um, I grew up here. Oh, wow. And, yes. And um, very, very grateful for my upbringing. I'd say it was pretty uneventful which is a good thing um and then i went to school at carlton in minnesota mm. and i met omrit um friend of the pod friend of the pod we've been friends for like eight years now which is wild um and then i was in minneapolis for a couple years after that doing gap year stuff i worked as a neurology researcher at the va Ooh. um and then I applied to med school, and now I'm back in Iowa. Back in your hometown. Did you know when you were doing the neurology research at the VA that you were on the med school path? You were going to take in the MCAT. You were yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I So in undergrad, I, um, I was a psych major, which, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter because in the end, like, it doesn't matter what major you do for med school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was pretty into psychiatry and neurology and so I wanted to give that a try <clears throat> postgrad and then I did neurology clinic and realized that it was not for me <laughs> um but I think we've you know, all been there we've, mm-hmm. we've all been there <laughs> We're preaching yeah. to the choir <laughs> yeah it's cool in theory I think neurology research is super cool but I think the clinical practice is just a little bit different um and so um yeah I kind of always kept medicine open as an option like I took the pre-med classes and everything but I kept it pretty low-key I guess because I was also thinking about possibly like psych grad school um but I'm happy I went to med school because ultimately now I want to do something a little bit more medicine-y and a little bit less researchy I guess if we're using super big fancy terms <laughs> yes <laughs> medicine <and> <laughs> yes and you probably got jealous because your best friend Umrit Vazdev got into med school, and you were thinking, "I can't let Umrit outclass me." <laughs> um, you know, we've always um, never really had any competition between us. Um, but I will say that she she definitely helped me a ton. Um, like I remember, I ended up taking the MCAT twice because I did pretty poorly the first time around, and the second time she was incredibly helpful. Um, she was just very supportive, and that has just kind of been, like, the backbone of our friendship. Um, especially in med school, I think we got a lot closer, too, just because we have sort of continued to be on the same pathways. And, like, I took Step a couple months ago, and she was so helpful with mm. that. Like, guys, she's the best. Um, can't say enough good things about her. That's but... the Vazdev family. They are, uh, yeah, as a whole, so like supportive. It's true. She is like family, because it's like... The people who are there for you when can I swear on this podcast? Duh. That is a question I have. Okay. It gets rough. Um the people who are there for you are like the real ones and she has consistently been a real one, I think. So I um 
That, we could just turn this into a podcast where we just talk about the Vazdev, the Vazdev family pod. No, the Vazdev family in general. We should actually introduce, uh, say, tell the story of how Santana and I met you. We at the University of Minnesota every year. There's the medical school prom, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the Vazdevs were hosting a little pre-party at their apartment. Santana mm-hmm. and I show up, and boom, there's Pombi. Boom. She, uh, they are. Super kind, hilarious. You ran cross country, I and track, which I loved at Carlton, right? D three runner. You asked me about my PRs. <laughs> asked you about your PRs, <laughs> um, and I like that you were just going to get down at med prom with a bunch of U of M med med students. Don't mm-hmm. care which med prom it is. You're going to show up. You're going to go with Umber and Runveer. You're going to have a great time. This is true. It's consistently <laughs> a good time. Wouldn't how, expect anything less. How was med prom? I, I only went to the pregame, but you and Santana went to the whole shebang. We did. Um, It was good. It was surprisingly very similar. Well, I don't know. I say surprisingly. It was very similar to Iowa med prom. I feel like they're all kind of the same. <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, in, if you go to any Midwest med prom, probably going to be pretty similar. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting, though, because I, so like a lot of Carlton grads go to U of M. And so oh, yeah. I ran into some people that I knew. Like I ran into one of my old teammates. Whoa. Um, I ran into like one of my old study buddies. Um, and then ran into like another person I took a lot of classes with. It was just, I mean, let's see. I graduated in 2017, so it's been you know it's been many moons. <laughs> I've been at Carleton, so there's just like so many people that I just you know haven't seen in so long. How much was a little fever dream esque? Right, and then su- surprise, 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 surprise! They're at med school prom. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have, but like since the the pandemic. Um, I've become like increasingly more introverted when I go to events that big. Oh, this is exhausting. There's so many people, you know? Yeah. Hundred that... No, hundred percent. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think I mean, every, everyone's a little like, bit, you're wait, by the way, you're breaking up a little bit. I don't know where you are. Your uh, Wi-Fi is getting a little shotty. Let me, yeah. Let me move. I'm like, I thought I could get away with a walk, but I don't think I can. So. No towards my house head back to the home <laughs> i need to stay within silverman network to answer your question i um you might not know this about me i used to be a dueling piano player for profession and when i was a dueling piano player i would be so outgoing go talk to all the customers try to get extra tips get extra song requests and then i find myself i don't want to be in any situ- social situation where i don't know mm-hmm. the person intimately mm-hmm. but, um I don't know. Santana, you get that too? or? Well, I was never a dueling piano player. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, I mean, I think that was, I think that our med prom was the, like the most amount of people I've been around since, you know, before COVID. Yeah. So it was a little shocking just seeing so many strangers yeah. all gathered together and it was like, oh, this is really weird. Yeah, I think Fever <laughs> Dream esque was a good way to put it because i also saw a lot of people that i had not interacted with for two plus years yeah yep right which was very strange it was like uh it was like it was a different 
It was like it was from a past life. Yeah. Different dimension. Yeah, it was very odd. Different dimension. Uh, but it, it was super fun because there was a ton of people. Like, I mean, Pombi was there. Amrit and Ranveer were that's there. That's all you need, really. That's all you need. <laughs> the three. It was like a wrinkle in time. It yeah, was. Exactly. Yeah. Oprah was there. <laughs> Oprah was there. Good movie reference, Santana. Thank you. Okay, so hard-hitting question, Santana and Pombi. You're at MedProm. What's your drink of choice to get the good buzz going for MedProm? Water only, please. <laughs> no, on the rocks. come on. <laughs> I didn't buy anything there. I'm not about to pay for like an overpriced drink at MedProm. <laughs> yeah, Kevin. Damn, Pombi, if, if, if I had been there, I would have bought drinks for both you and Santana. So oh, kind. that's very kind of you. So but generous. I, but my, I do overspend. My budget's out of control, <laughs> no doubt about it. No, for real. What's your guys' preferred drink to get like the good buzz? Uh, uh, I'll take one Coca-Cola, please, <laughs> in a glass bottle. Okay, I'll go first. Cane sugar. My favorite was Leinekugel's Sunset Wheat back in the day. Uh, I don't like a Leinekugel's Sunset. What is it called? Sunset Wheat, Leinekugel's, yeah. Two, yeah, I'm not a big wheat guy. I'll drink a Leinekugel's Grapefruit Shandy. Oh, that's pretty good too. Delicious. Very summery. Favorite. Ugh. They didn't have those there. That's your favorite too, Pombi? No, it's just it's a crowd favorite. A um, crowd favorite. Yep. Crowd favorite. Um, I. Hmm. We have like a brewery in town called Big Grove, and they have this like drink. It's like a it's an IPA. I feel really basic, <laughs> but it's good. Um. Uh, it's called Easy Eddie, and it's just like very, very sippable. So, yeah, we'll have to try. We'll have yeah. to try that out when we come to Iowa. Yeah, if you ever come to Iowa City, would recommend. They sell it in other places though. They like sell it in stores. Santana's googling it right now. I'm googling, he's it. scrambling to see if we can get it in Minnesota. <laughs> and by <laughs> by we try it, I mean Santana will try it and report back to me. Yes. Cool. Let me know. Yeah, I'll give a full um, review. Wait, I have a question about um, dueling piano. I just want to know, like, how you got into that. And you mentioned, like, that customers are involved. So is it, like, a, like, play for tips kind of sitch? Or what's the... Very accurate. What? Play for but... tips. You're in a bar environment. Actually, most cities have a dueling piano bar. You know... Wait, did you say... Oh, you said bar, not barn. I was like, because yeah. <laughs> I'm in Iowa, so that's... <laughs> that's the uh, forefront of your mind, barns. No, bar <laughs> environment. Uh, all the big cities have a doing piano bar, and you're just at a bar. People are drinking. They're, they're requesting songs for tips. You play all the standard stuff. Justin Timberlake, Elton John, Billy Joel, all that stuff. Disney, all the goods. Wait, what Timberlake like Future Sex Love Sounds? What are we talking? Oh, Future Sex Love Sounds is a gr- is a jam. It's such a good album. But that uh, is rated. The most recent big hit at the piano bar was um Can't Stop the Feeling. That was oh, that yeah. got requested on the daily when when that came out. Uh, that makes sense. All-time most requested Justin Timberlake song at the piano bar. Yeah, what's number 1? Um Sexy Back. Without with, with a bullet. The piano? Well, I'll send a video to you, Pompey. No problem. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to know how one would cover that, like, as a piano player. We um, we're getting off topic big time. But what, do you play any instruments, Pompey? Um, not anymore. But I played violin for like ten years. Um, Dang. And then I stopped when I went to college because yep. I was 
busy. So yep, and then you get to med school and you have even less hobbies. Am I right? I know. Am I right? Yeah, mm. it's yeah. That's your, very accurate. your new hobby: trying out local IPAs. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> <laughs> that is not my hobby. <laughs> like one that we mentioned. That's slander, dude. <laughs> okay, Pombi. On to our second question, and you kind of already mentioned it, but what are you doing in medical school right now? Um, studying for step two. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know it's no. painful. Why? Um, when is step two? This is it, for my dad. You got you got three standardized tests to get your MD. Step one, step two, step three, and during third year you step take step three, kind of. End two. of third okay. year, step two, step, step two. two. So when are you taking it? When's the date? Um, I'm not telling. Okay, we it's don't want to know. I was joking. <laughs> Well, good luck. Thank you. Um, but it will be in the near soon future, is what oh I can my say. Gosh. So you're just doing um, New World every day. Yeah, basically. Um, doing New World. Uh, do you have any it. advice for Pombi Santana? I feel like that is was just a, a, a just a slog trying to study for step two. Ooh. Uh, my advice is that, uh, unsolicited advice for Pombi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not really advice. <laughs> it's not really advice. Kevin and I both passed. Yes. Right. Uh, bless up. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thank the Lord. Um, but it is just going to be like one of the top 10 worst days of, uh, of medical school without a doubt. I had a horrible time. Thought that I failed. Yeah, Kevin, you, I think, thought the same. Yep. Santana was in rough shape when he got home from that <laughs> test. But it ended up being fine. We both passed. And um, I think that it's uh, the type of exam. This is what I told all my friends that took it afterwards. That no matter how hard you study, it's still going to seem like you did really poorly. Um, yeah. And that, you know, if you, you've been studying for a while, you're going to, it's going to feel awful, but you're going to do fine. Which isn't really advice. It's just like you wisdom. Know, trying to be, yeah, just trying to be realistic. Yeah, I guess I'll take unsolicited wisdom. There you go. And Santana's also, full of unsolicited wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> My other unsolicited wisdom would be: I don't know if you guys get time for dedicated studying, um, mm -hmm. and maybe you already have this built into your schedule. But for step two, I would say that doing any more than three weeks of dedicated is just going to be a waste of time. Diminishing huge, huge returns. diminishing returns. Yeah. If possible. Yeah. It's probably, if it's in the near future, it's probably too late. Yeah. She probably has it planned out. She probably has two months. <laughs> I mean, Pommy, do you know, do you know Dustin Williams? From my man, Dustin. Yeah. He helped me through all of four years. Yep. Yep. So he came on our podcast and he told us, during our dedicated. During our dedicated. I already had three weeks planned, and that was it. And he goes, he goes, you get, you'll need at least two months for step at two least. if you want to be competitive. And I'm like, Dustin, don't tell me that. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I've heard such variation in advice on timing that I'll probably just do what works best for me. There yep. we go. There you go. That's the attitude, honestly. Because, you know... You're the one taking it, so you just have to do what's best for yourself. But you're also 100%. taking radiology right now. You're in the morning. You're helping read imaging. Yes. Helping Correct. a lot. <laughs> Santana described... I never but, took radiology, but Santana described it 
as he uh, would just sit there and watch them do readings every correct. morning for four hours. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a nice transition, though. I just got off of a month of Pete's palliative. Oof. So Oof-ta. this is like a nice break, <laughs> I guess. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that you have sounds time. sad. You have time to study. I too. wanted to do it, though. Like, you sign up for it. It's not, mm. like, required. Um, but I don't know. It was, like, it was difficult, but I also really enjoyed it. And also, I I don't know. Like, the staff were amazing. The staff are literally the nicest people in the hospital, which I would hope if that is your job. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, and, and it was also a lot less, like, hospice care and a lot more symptom management than I thought there was going to be. So I learned that. Um, but I think, I don't know, like I want to do peds and you're always going to have those cases, but usually it's like, you know, a handful of those cases with a sea of like very treatable things, you know, like somebody comes in with like RSV or like pancreatitis or something just, you know, pretty simple and treatable. Um, but all of these cases were very sad. Hmm. And so I think the proportion was maybe a little bit too high to be super sustainable long term. Yeah. That's got to be a long rotation. Yeah, it was long. Um, but I don't know. I also, they gave me a lot of autonomy and it was kind of like my first advanced feeds rotation. And it was nice just, I don't know, challenging myself again and feeling a little bit more independent and being one step closer to being like, you know what? I think I can do this at some point in my life. So, yeah. Also, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like still following some of the patients. Um, oh, just, just so invested in their stories at this point. Yeah. So I don't know. I talked to one of my friends about that and yeah, they were just like, I mean, you can do it now as a student, like as a resident, you can't really do that. So if you do want to do it, you could like take advantage of that now. Hmm. Um, so, I yeah, mean, we have time to process things like that. That's the nice part about being a med student. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And like the staff that I was with, they made it very routine to do like debriefings after oh. like continuity, not continuity of care, goals of care meetings. Mm-hmm. Um or like particularly tough talks. Um, and that's just something that they have to do systematically. Otherwise they'll also burn out. So yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. I, it sounds like you yeah, wanted to wow. take it. It's a very vulnerable turn. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. I, I yeah. did two weeks of palliative care out in Ridgeview and, uh, the certified nurse practitioner was amazing. Like you, like probably one mm-hmm. of the nicest people in the hospital. Yeah. It takes a special person. Mm-hmm. It does. You definitely have to be. Um, so I have a lot of respect for them. So. But yeah, I don't think it's for me long term. But definitely incorporating palliative into practice is important, I think. I just don't think I could do it sustainably. Yeah, absolutely. If you're ever going to do any type of like hospital medicine with pediatrics, yeah. for sure. That's so funny because you went from probably one of the most human uh rotations i know to literally the least human step to studying i mean you the complete 180 
<laughs> but I I don't know. It's probably for the best because I'm thinking like if I were to transition back to a human rotation, if that's what we're calling it, I think I might be like a little emotionally burnt out to give my full attention to right. patients. Right. Oh. Well, it was probably for the best. Uh, good luck to you. Keep it up one day at a time. Step two will be done. Fourth year is a lot better. Mm-hmm. All the platitudes. I have platitudes for days for you. If you platitude, want. platitude. Yeah. One step in front of the other. Mm. The early one bird gets the worm. Jordan Sparks. A bird <laughs> in the hand is worth two. <laughs> okay, Pombi, question number three. The third question. Yes. What's your favorite Umrit memory. Oh. Okay, that was not in the pre-assigned question. <laughs> Curveball. Um, what was it? What did I say the pre-assigned uh, questions would be? You said like, what am I doing? At, wh- who am I? What yep. am I doing at school? And what's my controversial opinion? Yeah, exactly. Oh. So I'm throwing you That's a coming up. wrench in the questions because we normally ask what's your favorite med school memory, but since you're at University of Iowa, I don't care about your memories. Wow. <laughs> I want to hear your favorite Umrit. First, you throw Santana under the bus. Saying he's dead to you, and now this. Yeah, Kevin's in a mood. Seriously, wow. It, does something um, come into mind when I say favorite Umrit memory? Honestly, no, not really. Nothing I'm willing to share with you. Mm, um, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Yeah, nothing that, that can be shared in a recorded audio. Wow. File. What a good friend. Okay, do you have a favorite Iowa memory? University of iowa medical school um also no <laughs> <laughs> nothing on the podcast nothing i have a podcast. i have a question for you speaking of university of iowa so the university mm-hmm. of minnesota just trying to make house programs they split up all the students into three different houses we call them beacon uh something something honey crisp honey crisp they're whatever they're but named they, after oh, apples they are yeah. literally trying to copy the university of iowa's student affairs programs because you guys have had houses literally for a, little, a little a little bit mm-hmm. how has the houses worked at iowa and do you think it's awesome Tell, i want to hear the house breakdown and which house are you in yeah i'm very um, important i'm in flocks Mm. Um, there's four houses, Bean, Fox, McAllen, and Bullware. Yep. They're Common all named names. physicians oh. from Iowa. Yeah. Um, <coughs> honestly, sorry, I just choked on my own spit. Um, <coughs> honestly, I um, feel very neutral about them, I guess. I guess I met some of my earlier med school friends through those houses because they'll have like student lounges assigned to those houses and then people from those places just chill there or they'll have like school socials for or like school tailgates that are sponsored by different houses so i think it's good for like m1s and m2s to meet other people and i guess i met some of my yeah initial friends through those houses um but i also have no other point of reference you know right I don't know what it's like to go to school without a house, I guess, but I don't think it's like too ingrained in like our culture, but I think it's also helped a lot like organizationally, socially, academically, we have like advisors assigned to those houses. So I think it can be helpful just for like a point of reference to when med school can be pretty difficult to navigate. I'm guessing that's the goal of the house to try to make initial connections yeah. easier. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing University of Iowa would be happy with that response. 
Indeed, I hope so too. I gave kind of a long-winded, unorganized response. It's okay. It was a so, our our podcast is long winded and unorgan- unorganized. If you haven't caught on yet, oh no, I have. <laughs> I went to med prom, so <laughs> the theme. There's a theme. Okay, let's get back to the uh, the questions I sent you in advance. The big question: What is your hottest take? Okay, I thought about this. Um, so I think that designer scrubs. Figs, Uranus is going. I think they're kind of a waste of money and kind of useless. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> for, for the for the non medical people, um, hospital scrubs used to be just like very cheap clothing. You put them on, you go around in the hospital. But as of recent, mm-hmm. different private companies have been be creating like high end top brand scrubs <laughs> high brand top top end i don't know yeah but like the lululemon of scrubs basically and figs is the perfect example figs is the this top high the end. top dog they're mm-hmm. yeah and they're just like it's a waste of money like yeah. you're going to work you are going to get bodily fluids mm-hmm. on your scrubs and like no one looks cute in scrubs anyways so hey speak for I yourself just, yeah come on <laughs> Also, you have to pay for them. Like, I I don't know about anyone else, but med school is very expensive. Like, why are we also spending money on scrubs? You know? I, uh, well, I have, I have Do a Do any of you own those? Yes. Sorry. The answer is yes. I own, like, eight pairs of really nice scrubs. Wow. What? No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, the ones I bought for us. Yeah, but that's different. Why? Those are, I mean, those are not, those are not close to the price point of figs. Oh, for sure. So, so Pombi, when we started our clinicals, I bought uh, eight pairs of scrubs for Santana and I. Thanks, Kevin. Okay. And, and they're not like high end like figs, but they are. I would make a counter argument to you that it is worth buying nicer scrubs because the ones we have have so many pockets, which yeah, is pockets. so helpful. And and Pombi, what I see. What a lot of medicines are doing is wearing the same, what is it? Like, what fleece is that? What's that called? Patagonia. Patagonia. The same Patagonia coat, you know, weeks at a time without washing to washing it, which goes against the whole reason why you wear scrubs. The reason you wear, wear scrubs is so you don't transmit diseases from patient to patient. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you throw them in the laundry and they get washed. So mm-hmm. if, our, if our med students or doctors are wearing the same Patagonia or the same scrubs, uh, white coat every day it defeats the purpose but the reason yeah. they do the patagonia and white coat is because they need more pockets because they have their stethoscope they have their pieces of paper they have their bedside ultrasound so i would say uh you're dead wrong you got to buy some nice scrubs mm. see i'm gonna counterpoint you again because i was talking about- <laughs> i said nothing about patagonias or white coats i'm just talking about scrubs yeah, figs are dumb and a waste of money, no <laughs> doubt. I agree one hundred percent. We're a lot more concise with. Figs <laughs> are dumb. It's like a hundred bucks for. Is it really that? How expensive are they? It's a hundred bucks for a piece of fabric. Yeah, Sheesh. I think if you get the top and the bottom, uh, I want to say that's in the eighties. Wow. So, meanwhile, you can not do that and go into the locker room at the hospital. And grab 
a month's worth of scrubs for free. Mm-hmm. You just wear them for the day and return them. Indeed. Guys. This, it's two to one. It's two to one. Figs. The top is 38 bucks. Let's make it 40. Okay. The bottom is 48 bucks. Let's make it 50. $80 for scrubs. That's what I'm saying. No thanks. That's atrocious. Pompey, you are. This is very. This is good. This is very controversial because every day. Clearly, I triggered you. (laughs) When I'm when I'm in the hospital, we see people with scrubs all the. I mean, with figs, this high end scrubs all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I also think it's just like maybe this is actually. mm, Yeah, no, I'm gonna say it. I think also it just further adds to the like divide between like healthcare worker and patient. In terms of um, like how you present class, also like you're like, oh, I've got these super fancy scrubs on, you know, and that says something. I think. Well, the patients probably don't know it. The only people who know it are the other healthcare workers. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Guys, guess how much a figs scrub jacket is. A hundred. A hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to send you a full. Figs outfit. What is your address? I cannot wait to. Oh boy. As a thank you for coming on the pod. Oh boy. Oh my god. Well, again, this is an audio recording, so I'm not saying anything. <laughs> yeah. I'll Have, I'll text you later. I want the full address. We for- can't dox our guests <laughs> on the pod. You know what's gonna happen? He's gonna send me like a pile of used scrubs. <laughs> yeah. From the VA. It says property oh, no. of VA. Do not remove. Oh man, yeah. I think you know. I totally agree with you. These are so overrated. It's crazy, um, but yeah, tons of people wear them. Tons of people wear them. But Pommy, do you also wear the Patagonia or the white coat because you need more pockets? Um, no, I feel like I have enough pockets. Like the, I have like two butt pockets and like one chest pocket. Um, but then actually, I recently got this jacket. Um, in the kids section at Walmart, shout out! <laughs> what up? And it's like a kangaroo pouch. It's like this, like magenta zip up, and hey. it has like two pockets and then like another pouch. It's very convenient, but also I feel like the only time where I really needed a lot of pockets was when I was rotating through vascular, where you have to carry all like the dressings and stuff. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mostly just carry like wallet, phone, pens, and then like patient list and that's kind of it that's all you need that's a scope on your neck yeah the um the other thing to say about scrubs because you're going to go into pediatrics most likely is that part of being in pediatrics is you can wear fun shoes and fun scrubs and Mm -hmm. the my favorite hospital rotate at was the pediatric hospital in saint paul because all the walls were colorful Mm -hmm. and it just Mm -hmm. made you appreciate going into work people had their like fun scrubs on well, you can wear fun oh, scrubs yeah. wherever you want. Oh, right? yeah, okay. Don't. I'm going to show up to University of Wisconsin General Medicine wearing Disney scrubs day one. Why not? What do you Why think? not? I agree Who's going to stop you? <laughs> Nothing's stopping you. But also people wear, um, like, they put fun badges on their, or like fun pins on their badges. Yep. So that's another great way. Add some um, flair. I've got... You know, funky socks is always a good way to go. Um, I have some bright yellow tennis shoes that I wear to work. Um, sometimes, you know, I don't know, my hair can be kind of all over the place. So I feel like that's just like a built-in yep. thing. Yep, yep, um, <laughs> No ear 
Oh, because kids will pull on them. No earrings. No way. No way. Well, I like that take. I mean... It's controversial because it, a ton of people wear this high-end scrubs. It now. certainly is. I thought about this, guys. Yeah, somebody. You're welcome. Somebody in my family tried to get them for me for Christmas, and I was like, "No, <laughs> what are you doing? Save your money. I'm not going to wear them." <laughs> uh, I love it. I give them to Kevin. Yeah, I, I should. If I ever yeah. get some, I'll send them your way. Send them my way. You'll be looking good. They got a nice tapered cut. Mm. Gotta look good, you know, <laughs> form fitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my theory is also like, I don't know, you kind of look maybe you look your best when you go to the hospital, but I feel like most of the time when you work there, that's not like the top priority. No, so is it worth it? And you're not going to look your best for long working in the hospital, you know, you're doing a inpatient rotation, accurate. it's not going to last long, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Wow. That's wow. a great take. It is a great take. <laughs> Kevin's stunned. <laughs> I'm stunned into silence. <laughs> uh great. Yeah. Anything else before we let you go? I don't think so. Um it was really nice talking to y'all. Thanks for including me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, it was so it was a, a very pleasant surprise seeing you at this pre-party, this med school prom pre-party. It was mm-hmm. so much fun. Twas. Twas indeed. Hopefully we run into each other again. You know, hopefully the Vaz devs get us together at some point again. Oh, I yeah. hope so. Also, um, Amrit and Renvir told me that Sandheda, it was so nice of you. You like asked Renvir like <laughs> several times, like, where's Pombi? Are they okay? Um, which was really sweet. So I would, Thank you. You're very welcome. Yes. Well, you guys just like disappeared. It was a classic move yeah. by the fans. <laughs> yeah, we just casually dipped out because it was too much. Fair. <laughs> very fair. Uh, I mean, that's Santan. He's always looking out for people, making sure things yeah. are okay. <laughs> very kind. Very kind indeed. Um, well, thanks again for coming on. Yeah, thanks, Pombi. Best of luck on your exam. Yeah, for sure. And try to stay awake tomorrow in the reading room. Oh, thank you. I think it'll be good. I go back to peds, so oh. it'll be, you know, relevant to my future. So Excellent. Very nice. All right, well, we'll catch you later. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. There they go, Pombi. <sighs> Great take. I do want to say, Figs, if you're listening, would love a sponsorship. I'll take it all back. I'll take it all back. I love the look. I will sell out. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. That's a good bit. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll be a brand, brand ambassador, no doubt. <laughs> How many listeners do we have? We could spread the word. Spread the word. You know, not like Figs isn't taking off right now by themselves. No. They, they probably need us more than we need them. A lot more. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, it's so funny. All right. Shout out to Pombi. Shout out. What a that was a great guest. I'm so glad they could make it on. Yeah. And I'm glad they were they made it home safe from the prom. You were worried. 
is what I heard. Well, this is what happened. Was I <laughs> I texted Runveer. I was worried because they disappeared. It was yeah. a cla- it's so classic. Yep. Not even a goodbye. Um, I texted Runveer. I said, "Uh, did you make it home safe?" And I put the letter U. And it auto-corrected to did I make it home safe, <laughs> which made me look like a dang fool. <laughs> and then he texted me, ha, 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 ha. And I, I did an asterisk, did Pombi make it home safe? Yes, yes. And then I think I texted Amrit as well, did Pombi make it home safe? Wait, right where after. did they go? What, did they just disappeared and went home? Yeah, the three of them just like kind of vanished. The Vazdevs and Pombi. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, where are they? <laughs> That'll happen though at a big med prom. Oh yeah, you, I, you I know get it. when you gotta go. When the clock strikes <laughs> twelve, you you gotta get. You home. look around and you're like, oh boy. <laughs> you look around and you think to yourself, I've just about had enough of you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, you get to med prom and immediately you think, I'm going to regret this. <laughs> <laughs> You look around at midnight in med prom and you're like, this is madness. (laughs) I got to get out of here. (laughs) You look around. It's 12.01. And you say, nope, that didn't work. What do you say? I don't know. I have a bad feeling about this. (laughs) Exactly. All right. What's next? Oh, you know what's next. You know what's next. It's everybody's favorite, Kevin's Corner. Yay! All the children are happy. Kevin's Corner, uh, here's the backstory. Okay. We were talking last week about how much to-do items we have to get our actual license, get ready for residency, to become a legitimate doctor, get that MD. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and I think I mentioned one of them is you have to report all your misdemeanors, which means I have to get certified copies of every court document and every police report. Mm. So Kevin's Corner is a combination of a police report and a little uh, talk on AA, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. Okay. Remember in med school first year, they're like, we we think you should go to an AA meeting. It'd be it'd do you good. To you? No, to everyone. All the med students, they said that. Oh, nope. Don't remember that at all. <laughs> Probably I remembered it because I had to been a couple AA meetings. Okay. Okay. Um, but they recommended because, you know, uh, alcohol use disorder is very prevalent. Oh, yeah. Sure. And uh, one of the mainstay treatments for alcohol use disorder is cognitive behavior therapy or group therapy. Mm. And AA kind of serves that purpose, right? Group therapy. Yep. Group support. Yes. So one of the things that happens at AA is uh, uh, people tell their individual stories. Okay. And it serves a lot of purposes. One of the purposes being look at this low point I am, and now I've been sober for this many days or this many years, mm-hmm. and you can do it too. Right. Another purpose is that it, um, saying it out loud, repeatedly, you remember why staying sober is important and how difficult your use disorder was at that time. Okay. Um, and so that's the backstory on, on some of these AA meetings. I even looked at these police reports from my DWIs, from my misdemeanors, since med school started. Right. And 
it's easy for me to kind of you know my memory is garbage so it's easy for me to me for, for me to forget all the details sure and just remember that i have multiple dwis and sobriety is especially important for me right but i thought i'd share my story with you if i was in an aa meeting um what the story i would tell there i didn't like aa because it like was very higher power uh, oriented oh sure but I can I can definitely get on board with the idea of remembering like some of those low points, and not saying it in a negative way, just like saying it in a factual way. Yep. And also talking about how far you've come, that kind of thing. So I'll give you the very this is Kevin's corner, very very short how I would tell my AA story. Okay. So I would say this is how it starts. You go, my name's Kevin. And Hi, I, Kevin. And I have alcohol use disorder. And my story is that I worked in a bar environment for many, many years after undergraduate. And in undergraduate, you know, a lot of people binge drink, including mm-hmm. me. But then after undergraduate school, a lot of people start binge drinking less, right? Mm-hmm. The kind of the normal American behavior. But mine got worse being in a bar environment doing doing pianos mm-hmm. uh, to a point where I was binge drinking multiple times uh, a week. And obviously, if you do that, you're going to get into trouble, right? Whether right. it's job trouble or legal trouble. And I started getting drinking and driving, and I got my first DWI, and then I got my second DWI. Mm-hmm. But what I really think the story, um, what I need to remember is that my mom had terminal cancer, and she was dying. She was going to die within the next few months. And I still made the decision to drink at a piano show and drive after that piano show and i got arrested for my third dwi and in jail after being arrested for my third dwi i remember just the intense guilt i had at that point because my mom was dying and i was in jail like for my own terrible decisions from my own use disorder right being addicted to alcohol Mm -hmm. um and even getting more detailed, I threw up in the back of the police car in my third DWI. Like, mm-hmm. how embarrassing is that? And it's not to say it like in a negative way, but it's just to remind myself why it's so important to stay sober. And if I tell that story, I don't know, once a year, once every other year, it really reinforces why I need to continue to stay sober. Because um, those decisions are just not worth it in any situation. That would be my AA story. That's where I would stop. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> That's it. And then somebody else would go. That's how a lot of the meetings are structured where people just tell stories. Right. Um, and then the, the meeting's over. Um, but yeah, isn't that just, isn't that unbelievable to think about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've come a long way. Yes. I mean, the positive side of that is sobriety for more than four years yeah and you know no end in sight right sobriety is pretty easy for me at this point and and just like part of my um identity yeah absolutely but i was at the piano bar last week in madison yep and i I had the thought to myself like oh i could have a beer no one's paying attention no one's clocking me no one's looking over my shoulder right right um 
But then I thought to my, you know, I just thought that's just not what I do anymore. Right. But then I go and read this police report from my third TWI that reminds me that I threw up in the back of a police car. Mm-hmm. And then it just reinforces how it's important it is. So anyways, that's Kevin's corner. Wow. <laughs> Keeping it really real. Keeping it real. Yeah. But I mean, these are things it, I don't go to a, but it's definitely good for me to tell that story once every few years. Keep it in, in fresh. Yeah. 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 Which I probably will have to every time I renew my license or switch states to get right. a new license. I got to print these out. I got to get them certified by the police uh, department. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing, Kevin. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, I, have li- I have nothing to add. <laughs> nothing needed to be added. <laughs> I would say um, there are open, many, many, many open AA meetings. Mm-hmm. And if you ever had any curiosity, I would go with you. Um, but... Uh, I can also understand just not having any curiosity to go to an AA meeting, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think AA is in like pop culture enough that most people have an idea of what it's like. Right. Um, but yeah, is there... Like if I wanted to, if I wanted to go, like if I developed a use disorder, yeah, and I wanted to go, is it easy to look it up on the internet? Oh and yeah, like hey, there's a meeting down at the church or the synagogue. Yes, yeah, so easy to look it up, and so easy to go to a meeting because there are tons of meetings on the daily. Gotcha. Because um, some people go to, to AA meetings on a daily. Some people go once a week. Oh sure, yeah, depending. Um, and you know, you're right. It's it's definitely in pop culture. Mm-hmm. But it works for some people, right? So that so it's, oh, yeah. it's definitely a good organization because you get it plugged in, you get a group, you get a sponsor. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I went just to try it out after I'd become sober. Thought maybe this will be work work for me. Didn't didn't uh, mesh with me as much. Sure. Still an interesting thing. Yeah. 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 And that's Kevin's corner. That is Kevin's corner. Hit the sounder. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank four, you. Four years uh, of sobriety is is pretty impressive. Thank you. No doubt. You, uh, that's all you know of Kevin. Sober yeah, Kevin. Absolutely. I think you would have liked drunk Kevin. <laughs> Maybe not if I was drinking and driving. Uh, yeah, Probably. that would have been a red flag, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hit the sounder. That's it. <laughs> okay. Last segment. This podcast has gone way too long. <laughs> Doggy. <laughs> I did while you were late the okay. podcast and I was fuming. <laughs> I did upload some new sounders. Oh. So let's do the mailbag. What are you guys doing? We're mailing a letter to my grandma. Wait, you can't mail a letter like this. Um, why not? No envelope. It'll get torn up. You've got to put it in an envelope. Oh, so that's what we forgot. Uh-huh. <laughs> we forgot to put it in an envelope. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, a big envelope. Okay. Uh-huh. I'll go get one from home. <laughs> what is... I guess I should have edited that down a little bit, a little shorter. <laughs> uh, Do you what... recognize those voices at all? I don't think so. You have no idea what that could be? 
I don't. I don't have a guess. No. Sesame Street. Ah. Uh, um. Good show. Oh yeah, one of the classics. That's Big Bird, Snuffleupagus, and um, Maria from Sesame Street. Big Bird forgot his envelope. Big Bird forgot his envelope, and Maria was what thankfully a- there to say, "You need an envelope, Big Bird, and Snuffleupagus." Big Bird, you dumb, you dumb idiot. So, anyways, uh, what's the what's the mailbag question? Oh, uh, let me open the mailbag. Open the mailbag. Okay, we got a plenty of letters here. Um, should I open the mailbag too? Yeah, yeah. Okay, no problem. Let me get my mailbag. Mailbag says, I've heard that you are hunting for the positive. Name the thing you are most excited about your future residency program. Wow. Who heard that? Hunting for the positives. Somebody heard that? Yep. Uh, Okay. Great question. The number one most excited thing? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a huge change, and there's a lot to be excited about. Yeah, exactly. Um, the number one thing that I'm most excited about, I mean, honestly, truthfully, truthfully, uh, I think I'm just most excited to get, to get started regardless, you know, uh, the past since I feel like October, I mean, we did, we both had our sub eye, which was a good, which was a good month, but since October, I mean, I feel like I haven't done anything other than this podcast. <laughs> so I'm excited to get in there. So less than anything, including this podcast. Yeah, I've done. Is, I've contributed this. negative to society. <laughs> uh, and that's really weighing on my conscience. <laughs> I'm a leech. Uh, uh, no, I get that. So Here's- yeah, I'm excited to just get get in there, get going, get started, get working. Um you know, start working with patients again, um, and then just you know continue to learn and and, and grow and uh, become an intern. I'm yeah. excited about that in general. Right, become a doctor. Oh no, I was just talking to my grandmother's sister great and aunt. her husband. Yeah, great aunt. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was saying the exact same thing. Like, how excited am I am to actually start residency? And actually become a doctor and like become a really good hospitalist, work hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's right around the corner. We're, we're basically two months away from it. Exactly. Yep. And I, I mean, I am super grateful to be in a spot where I can just, you know, basically do nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a lot of people can do that when they're in their late 20s. So. Right. Late 30s. Even rarer. Uh, so I'm very, I'm very grateful uh, to be in this position. But I'm excited just to get started. Right. I mean, and that's even. But I mean, that would have been any any residency that I imagined. Right. To. So it's kind of besides the specific. But that's okay. Yeah. That's a good answer for the mailbag. Yeah, that's a good question. Do, so you have the same answer? No. Oh. No. I mean, for sure, I agree with you wholeheartedly. What's your answer? Let's hear it. Um. This is also well. I'll give the two, the two answers. Number one answer. Number one would be the, the. I mean, like the actual University of Wisconsin program itself. Answer 
would be uh, Dr. Andy Coyle, is the new program director Shout out. at University of Wisconsin Internal Medicine. He started in September of 2021. Wow. So Less he's a year. brand new, and he's already making changes where like, there's no more 24-hour call. They're switching to an X plus Y system. Nice. Um, and this is like the kind of in the weeds. But these are changes he's making because it's data-driven that uh, residents' wellness is better with these changes. And so he's so excited. I mean, he's like got that young energy. He's got that optimism. He's and, got that optimism. And he's so excited to make these changes at Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So I am... For going to University of Wisconsin, I'm most excited to be have him as like my boss, basically, and have him at the at the reins of this program, driving driving the program. Awesome, <laughs> great. <laughs> and then not University of Wisconsin related, but also excited. Uh, the the big change is m- moving in with Danny, like uh, officially. Yeah, that'll be. So nice. Right in the pod. When everything is settled down and we both have like fulfilling careers and we both have our support systems, it's going to be so nice just living with uh, my partner. It'll be cute. It'll be super cute. That is exciting. I'm excited for you. I mean, you will have the same thing, right? Have you ever lived with Franny alone? No. Big change. Uh, not as big, <laughs> not as big. But I'm excited. Yeah, it's exciting. It's I mean, it's big... kind of a change because I am always around here, just just <laughs> annoying the hell out of both of you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> yes, can't escape this guy. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, that is exciting. Yeah, we're both very excited. Big step, big step, big step. Have your own space. Be in a different city. Be learning and growing together. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. That's what I'm uh, actually looking forward to the most when residency starts. Great. Isn't that cute? That is very cute. Great answer. Great question. Great question. Great answer. And that's the end of the mailbag, which means we should play the end, this one minute long mailbag. What are you guys doing? <laughs> We're mailing a letter to my grandma. So that's Nephilopagus. You can't mail a letter like that's this. That's Maria. Of course. Uh, why not? That's nothing. No envelope. It'll get torn up. You've got to put it in an envelope. Uh, so that's what we forgot. But that's Big Bird. You recognize uh, Big Bird's voice, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A big envelope. Oh, okay. I'll go get one from home. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'll edit that down. I didn't realize how long it was. You know, I was listening to a podcast, and they said, <laughs> your sounders should only be like five, six seconds. <laughs> Oh, really? Which podcast was that? Uh, It was, this is the daily. Oh, wait, what does he say? I have no idea. I'm Michael Barbaro, and this is the daily. You ever listen to that one? No, never heard of it. New York Times? You had it down, though. I'm Michael Barbaro. (laughs) It's got a great voice. Oh, I listened to it. It's like the 30-minute long or 20-minute long. Yeah. right? Too long. And there's a music cue. Right. Uh. Wow, great pod today. Great pod. Thank you, Pombi. Thanks, Pombi. University of Iowa Medical School. Shout out. I want to apologize one more time for being late to the record. Water under the bridge. Pope. I was worried Pombi would run out of time. Yes. Clearly, I have nothing going on because I'm a fourth-year <laughs> med student, so I was not concerned about me. Yes. It all worked out, though. It did. You've dodged a bullet. 
Fufta. Um, I am planning to go to a Magic the Gathering tournament on Friday. <laughs> so don't schedule any more pods for Friday. So the practice today was crucial for the tourney. It was critical. What time is... <laughs> I don't know what time the tourney is, but let you said it. Fourth year medical student. Literally nothing to do. I was enjoying a Magic the Gathering tourney. Hey. It's only 15 oh, bucks. That makes me laugh. Holy <laughs> moly. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, shout out Chuck Levins, Washington yes. Music Center. Yes. And like we say every week, a bird, bird in, in the, the hand. hand. Wait, hang on. Yeah. Well, I got you on the on the record. <laughs> yes. Will you commit to going to trivia with me and the gang tonight? Oh, boy, you're really putting me on the spot. I'm putting you in the clamps. I will tell you this much. If you can convince my partner to go, I will go with you. Wow. You heard it, folks. <laughs> He's a man of his word. It's on the record. I I'm, I don't back down from my word. Wow. My it's word true. is my bond. It's so true. <laughs> okay. Like we say every week, a, a bird, bird in the, the hand, hand is worth two in the push. push. See ya.